Ladies, gentlemen, or what have you, I'm Orion Lavelle. And I'm Travis Mattingly. And you're listening to Tooth and Nail, a monstrous podcast, where this time, we're gonna get real droopy. This is a real <laughs> droopy episode. I'm feeling droopy. It's a real sad, saggy episode. Yeah, this is the saggiest episode of Tooth and Nail. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, and the reason why it's saggy is because we both have crippling depression. No, I'm just joking. We're talking about Dretches, <laughs> which is the saggiest of monsters. There wasn't nearly enough of a dead air there. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, edit it I'll put it in, in post. Uh, yeah, we're talking about Dretches, which is like the, the sad little piggly monster. It's the Ted Cruz of demons. It's arguably not the worst demon, right? No. There is one worse? Yeah, well, the, the Manas, the Mains, whatever the fuck, those are the, the worst kind of demon, I say with air quotes. Right. Uh, but it's dretches good. are like, you know, the, the tier above. I mean, it's called a dretch, so like... Yeah, demon wretch. <laughs> and, you know, we'll find that while it is definitely bad, it is also very ugly and sad. <laughs> so it's as bad as it is ugly. No, we find... It's like a... It's a... I honestly think that the the scaling for this monster is pretty good. Like, yeah. I think that... So, like, by scaling, what I mean is... I think that this is a solid monster choice that you could use either as a single battle or later on as like a minion enemy. And I think the the like power curve there, the statistical stuff, really works. I think that like arc, that Dragon Ball Z arc from like, oh, this is the thing that we just fight right. four of at level one turns into a really good like, oh, this is something that we can throw for it of into a regular fight and it turns into like a good minion enemy that you're supposed to spend like an action to kill a bunch of them you yeah know? the good old-fashioned power creep like. exactly exactly yeah. or or like a like a minion style enemy like in yeah. fourth edition yeah where that was a whole ass thing this kind of like crappy little ad monster that helps to smooth over the action economy of the the big boss that you want to throw in yeah it's one of my favorite things to utilize i like yeah. when yeah yeah it's good and i think these make pretty good minion like i i think that transition period from regular enemy to minion enemy is pretty solid statistically with these guys uh, and they have some well they have a thing yeah. that makes them very useful <laughs> in that kind of context later on i just want to talk about how it looks because yeah. we, we've like we've given like i feel like as much detail as we can yes already about how it looks without even talking about it yeah so yeah. sad saggy sad saggy droopy <laughs> drippy uh so yeah so without any 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 more whiffing it out let's uh let's do the thing what would you say is the grossest part of this monster God, the thumbs. <laughs> just like the real, just like the very dramatic sausage thumbs that this thing has. Like, what what direction do its knuckles bend, even? I, every. <laughs> if they got us on a swivel, it's yeah. a servo pig. They're just kind of like whoopy fingers. They just go wherever. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So, artistically, this thing articulates is just like a, again, a really sad, saggy, droopy pig. Uh, it's got like a, like a, like, like, it looks like a melted pig, right? Like, its yeah. face looks like it was once a pig, and then it just, like, was put in the sun too long, and now it's slawing off its face. And then they just kind of put that droopy pig on top of 
It's like a caveman body. Yeah, I'm reading, like, the body as kind of, like, apish. Yeah. But, they're... like, the head is like a pig vampire bat. Yeah, yeah, there, there is kind of, like, a bat-like quality. And that would give context for its ears, which are super long and kind of extend out the side, like, a lot longer than a pig's would. But mm, it does kind of read a bit bat-like. The ears also have something gross and melty coming down out of them. I think that's just more ear. Is it? I think the ear is just like oh, sagging. Oh, like that's it, the worst. It used to be a big conical thing, and then it like exploded, and oh, now God. it's just drooping downwards. Yeah, it's so bad. It's very. It is. It is very bad. It is very upsetting, which is good. Uh, what's strange to me is that it's only the face that does this. Like, they're, they're, they're just born to be melty faces. Yeah, none of the rest of their body, like, there's a little bit of, like, deformation on the elbow, but, like, yeah. not nearly. Yeah, it's a real butter face. <laughs> and as drippy as butter is. But, yeah, you're right, the rest of the body is just, like, a dude, except for the, like, claw hands? Yeah. I can't quite... It's, they're almost... They're almost... So they, they, they curl sort of like a clawed, like bestial hand but yes. they look textured like like a almost like a bird talon like bird yeah. claw foot yeah yeah i see that i see that like a like it's very dinosaur it's real dinosaur yeah super dinosaur this guy including the the sad thumb bit which looks kind of like a duke claw <laughs> which is like one of the reasons why it why, why it might look kind of piggy to me like it has you know how they how pigs and dogs they have that like weird oh, little yeah. bump thumb like i i don't think that's a dewclaw but it, i, I it know what you're talking like, you know about what i'm talking yeah. about it, it feels vestigial and weird but that is absolutely not a pig's hoof <laughs> no that for is sure. a real ass claw um and as for the feet who knows who can say who can say about the feet yeah show us the feet yeah cowards <laughs> uh kind of having a peek in previous edition versions of the dredge it looks like it would just be another clawed foot yeah like they don't have hooves but previous versions of the dredge were way different oh no here's a full ass picture yeah it's like a dinosaur foot huh yeah okay it's like a dinosaur foot i prefer fourth edition where it's just like you yeah it looks <laughs> like um it looks like a video game monster like, yeah. it looks like it belongs in Overlord, or, like, I was, in, I was about to say that, yeah. Gauntlet a or Fable or Overlord-esque, like, yeah. over-exaggerated. Yeah, which is kind of appropriate, because Fable is, or, it, which is kind of appropriate, because 4th Edition is a video game. <laughs> I do kind of wish they would have kept the, the hunched-over, comically-large hands aesthetic yeah. of the 4th Edition one, though. It is pretty neat. Like, I, someday we should do a quick episode on 4th Edition, because... I can't find a consistent art style, it yeah. feels like. It feels like, like aside from everything, the whole body being the same color kind of thing, I, the the stylistic choices are completely erratic and bonkers, and it's wild. This looks like it belongs on, like, a, a gorilla's video. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, got, it's like, got that very stylized look to it. Yeah. And anyway, I mean, like, this is the fourth edition. Third edition looks like a sad gremlin. Uh, second edition looks like a sad gremlin. Uh, first edition looks like sad gremlin. Yeah, but third edition sad gremlin is adorable. Just because it looks more doofy, I think. It does. It looks like a weird exaggerated goblin. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. 
But yeah, with the context, it it does it does read more like they made the dredge swole. They swolled up the dredge. Yeah, they did. They gave up muscles. Like this guy looks like he was, he's a boxer in the London bare knuckled brawling scene. Like, yeah, it straight up does kind of look like like if you like cut the head off at the neck and just showed me below that. I'd think it was some kind of ape monster, probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just, like, so muscly. I don't know why. Why do they make everything so muscly in this book? <laughs> it's so weird. Like, Someone had an agenda. He's 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 built, like, fucking, like, like goddamn, like, Jude Law. <laughs> that's not. That's, that's, not, I don't think that's anyway. That's not true. <laughs> but, like, he's got, like, he does. He looks like, like a buff Londoner in the 1800s. It's so weird. <laughs> Ah, and then of course we have the the weird like monster censorship thing where it's the entire fur bulge. Oh yeah, that like, just hanging like a whole half a foot from the bottom of the. Yeah, that's not how hair do. That just no. looks like a sack with hair on it. Yeah, like, it for sure looks like it's just got a hairy dong. Like, yeah, like it's just a big lump just hanging out. Like, <laughs> excuse me, sir, my pig is very sick. It's got a whole tumor hanging out down there. <laughs> It's got like mass to it. It's not trans like there. You can see mm-hmm. like it's not. It's, it's got you can see the like a flesh underneath. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it's just a lump. It's like a Ken doll, but like distended Ken. And you can't mistake it for like a tail coming from behind. It's very no. clearly the way it is yeah. positioned and shaded. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lump. But this is a very lumpy monster. Like one of the and I, and I know we're kind of making fun of how droopy it is, but I do like how like lumpy and lopsided and asymmetrical it is yeah. it does feel like very half formed which feels appropriate because a dretch is a, a lower tier demon the demon is literally not done yet it will be a better demon as its life goes on it looks like one of the arms is longer than the other yeah the 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 foreground one looks shorter yeah because it's like almost straight yeah but the back one is longer than it and that one's that, you know what I mean? that could be true. That could also be because its shoulder is weighed the fuck down, like it's way <laughs> down near its boob. That uh, is, you know what? That's also true. So it, yeah, I guess which, it could just be saggy like yeah, that. Its skeleton <laughs> is sad. Its whole like its whole thing is not good. Uh, its lips are dripping off of it. It's just yeah, and and I think that that is as a like as a wretched creature. I think that this is this droopy motif is very appropriate for the kind of thing that it is. Oh yeah. In terms of the lore stuff that we get, uh, again, this is this is Demon Hours, so everything that we said way back when all applies here. In addition to that, we have our little paragraph, which I'll just read out because it's like three sentences. Yeah. Basically, all it says is that Dretches are among the weakest of demons, repulsive, self-loathing creatures doomed to spend eternity in a state of perpetual discontent, which I don't... Perpetual dislike. They're just constantly. They're dis- they're mo- uh, they're sort of sad all the time. My chicken sandwich is dry. <laughs> Everything uh. I do is only moderately successful. <laughs> well, then, its face is kind of like sad and wistful in that way. It is very much like, oh, someday I'll get a good job. When will she call me back? <laughs> Their low intelligence make dretches unsuitable for anything but the simplest of tasks, which yeah, this is a this is a low tier, it's a grunt that that is common grunt lore. However, what they lack in potential, they make up for in sheer malice. So don't be concerned, everybody, it's got enough malice for everyone. This is still a demon. So don't even worry about it. 
And then very lastly, it tells us that Duretches mill about in mobs, voicing their displeasure <laughs> as an unsettling din of hoots, snarls, and grunts. All right, this which... is going to be a very specific reference, but yes. I kind of, like, with this hoots, snarls, and grunts, voicing their displeasure, I imagine that the noise they make is like villagers in Minecraft. Oh. Just, like, constantly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, between, <laughs> between voicing their displeasure and perpetual discontent they sound like a bunch of grumpy dukes <laughs> like they're just like parliament lords just moaning everyone look out here comes the horde of dretches and just like a sea of <laughs> <laughs> well yeah yeah and i guess this is what makes the abyss a hell thing right like you know everyone's if, sad yeah everyone said this is what makes being in the abyss tormentful and this is why it is a curse to be a demon, right? Because, like, if Paylor comes down and he's like, you suck, I'm going to turn <laughs> you into a really strong ape that can do magic. That's not necessarily all that torturous. Yeah. So I can imagine that this is a pretty common, like, punishment for being a douche. Makes sense, yeah. And boy, wouldn't that be awesome, like, endgame stuff? Like, when you're getting into, maybe not, like, your players are killing gods, but the step below your players are killing gods. How cool would it be to have, like your big bad evil guy shoot too far into the cosmos like just like you know shoot for the moon fail miserably and the gods come down and they're like nope and then it turns you know dracoth the death lord into just a really sad droopy piggy <laughs> that would be pretty rad huh it'd be pretty good yeah real i mean like literally a deus ex machina well yeah but pretty cool but yeah the book is giving us context with the, the whole mob thing it's giving us context for how you should find these these enemies, these ads, these minions in big groups, because that's how they'll be threatening. Um, I do like that there is like a, a foreshadowing to them. Like they had, they have this constant din, this howling and calamitous sound just going out into the air, kind of like a. It kind of reminds me of how gnolls just usually are. As that's uh, how I imagine yeah. them. As this is constantly yapping, noisy tide of demon stuff and i think that this would be a cool way to highlight that if you were dead set on making dretches cool if i i want to see if any of the other demons have anything where it's like they're constantly making noise because i do like the idea that the at least whatever layer of the abyss dretches are normally on is just this is like the ambient noise of the entire place yeah, is no just yeah. these guys hooting and yowling and mm -hmm. terrible discontent <laughs> get on it kevin mcleod Make our, our royalty-free dretch sounds <laughs> for my D&D campaign. But yeah, that is about all that is presently there for the lore. That's about all we can extrapolate. Again, you could probably turn it into, like, a nice, fun little cultural thing where the dretches have, like, a pecking order and are trying to eat at each other and that whole thing. Uh, and in fact, it might be kind of a fun uh, way to highlight how cosmically unimportant dretches are right so it might be kind of fun if each dretch is trying to create dominance within the group and the players you know maybe if you want to do an early level thing in the abyss uh it might be nice to have a bunch of dretches fighting over who's the best dretch and then just immediately get creamed by <laughs> a Kazmi or whatever the next level of demon is would would dretches be a good way to show like early on that a demon can evolve yeah, yeah, I think so. And actually, I was I just had this idea a couple seconds ago of if obviously, you know, it's always a bad idea to summon a demon mm -hmm. that usually ends in in mage death. 
but it might be kind of like a cool fun pokemon twist if like <laughs> if early on you give the party control of a crappy crappy demon and then it, by degrees as you're using this demon in combat it just gets to be a better and better demon i think that would be kind of fun and cool because like as long as you're not summoning it out or inside the abyss yeah. you can always get the same one exactly yeah you can just call it keep calling the same one uh, and then that might be kind of a cool, fun party mascot kind of thing to do before, you know, it becomes a Baylor and then breaks free and murders everyone. And there's your villain for that arc of the story or whatever. Man, if the party can consistently summon the same thing until it turns into a Baylor, they earned that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they earned think, that death. I think that would be a pretty <laughs> cool campaign arc, right? To have the, the party get really attached to this demon that just hates them. But, you know, it's D&D, so all of your... Your fuckboy party members are like, yeah, it's our buddy! <laughs> yeah, and they start to their head off. And then eventually it breaks free. I think that would be a pretty cool character arc or a pretty <laughs> cool little story arc. So yeah, so in terms of the mechanical stuff, it is a small-sized fiend. It's chaotic evil because it's a demon. It's got a teensy little CR of one-fourth, and consequently it has some pretty small stats to boot. It has a pretty below average, even for its tiny little CR, AC of 11, armor class of 11. It also has a HP of 18, which is still a bit below average uh, for even for its CR. It's weird. Really? There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of weird inflation stuff. Oh, yeah, in I the guess stats, like even at the at black the lower, have nineteen. So yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, I think like the average HP for a CR one four monster is still. I think the range is like seven to thirty four. Jesus Christ! HP is calculated very strangely in the <laughs> in the stat blocks or like in the uh, in the average stats for a monster. It's got a small little run speed of twenty. It's <laughs> a slow boy. It's all droopy. It can't move real quick. Yeah, it doesn't even have like the regular small move speed of twenty five. It's yeah. even slower than that. Yeah, well, its <laughs> legs are extra droopy. <laughs> That's true. It's just gonna fall off. Kind of have to like. <laughs> yeah, just kind of. It on. <laughs> its stats, its attributes, they range from mediocre in the physical stuff to just flat garbage in the mental stuff. <laughs> We're talking like negative threes and whatnots for intelligence and charisma i love this guy as the antithesis to everything we've said about like celestial and yeah. abyssal and fiendish creatures it's like they're always like oc do not steal high stats and then the yeah. dretch is just like <laughs> yeah he's the toilet boy this is the toilet man this is the one you give to your little brother and are like exactly. here you can play with this <laughs> this dretch isn't even plugged in Dretches, they have the damage resistance stuff that demons usually get. So in, in lieu of the magic resistant, they have the pretty common uh, damage resistance to cold fire and lightning, effectively making it kind of like a magic resistance of sort. And then it also has the immunity to poison poison the damage and poison the condition. Dretches, them being a CR 1-4 creature, it kind of feels weird to have all those resistances this early in the game. Uh, but I, I do think that the HP, the crappy HP that it has in the crappy armor class, I think it kind of covers for it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you gotta have a demon that teaches the party about what demons are about. And I, I mean, you might as well start doing it early, right? And I, I can imagine, you know, coming off of a bunch of bandits or something earlier, two sessions ago, I can imagine, you know, having a dretch, you, you introduce demons, you introduce what they're about. And a big part of what they're about is this weird defensive thing that they have going on. 
Yeah, and like honestly, I think more lower CR creatures should have resistances and stuff, if only to teach players how the game works. Yeah. Like yeah. the low HP and AC and presumably saving throws totally make up, I think, for the the resistances. Yeah. And they're yeah. A good learning it's a good learning tool. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I agree. And I do agree that the HP is in a really good place for being a threat here and a minion later. So like I was thinking about it. Um, generally speaking, you know, you want your minions to die in one, two hits tops. Uh, and that is absolutely true. So like by by level five, a character is easily doing 20 damage around. And then at level five with the, the, the wizard's fireball, it'll still do approximately enough to kill a dretch. So it feels like the the HP scaling here is just right to be a threat early on and then a, just a fun minion thing to cream with your cool stuff later in yeah, the game. For sure. They get dark vision out to 60 feet. Sure. They have a below average passive perception of nine. Why do you think do demons, all of our demons so far, they've had dark vision, right? It's not. Yes, I'm, abyss- pretty, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. I think at this point, it's just like if you're a magical creature in nature, you just get dark vision. Fifth edition, it's like if you're a creature, you have some extra form of vision and 90% of the time it's dark vision. If you're magical in any way, you probably have dark vision. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. Why? Why did they even do dark? Apparently in was it second or third edition? I can't remember. There was no such thing as innate dark vision on anything. It Mm. was you had to cast the spell. Hmm. No, got rid of that. Yeah, now everything's got it. But you still get dark vision the spell at level three or some stupid yeah, shit. Man, it's whatever. <laughs> at any rate, they speak abyssal and they have the demon standard telepathy out to, in this case, 60 feet as opposed to 120, which we've seen with a couple of other demons. Uh, moreover, this telepathy, it only works with creatures that understand abyssal, which is another way. It feels like it's another way to give a power scale for demons, right? So like... Once you you'll graduate, you get your gun, your badge, and your telepathy out to 120 <laughs> feet. Since you're a crappy little dretch, it goes out to 60 feet. You can only use it with basically effectively other demons. Yeah, it's like a mind level up, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like your your will is stronger. <laughs> I, I imagine is how that works, and so consequently, you're like your ability to expand out of yourself is stronger, right? So if we're picturing right. demons as being I know just manifestations of the abyss and right. the abyss's magic. I feel like demons, they're almost they're like just barely physical as creatures, right? And so I like this idea of in addition to their forms being mutable, their minds are mutable as well and are just like preternaturally able to attune to other planes and extra planar stuff. That does make sense to me, yes. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it ain't got no traits, just got actions. In terms of its actions, it gets a multi-attack where it can make a bite and a claw attack, and both have a below average, which is technically even below the scale. It, they both do a plus two to hit. The bite does three 1d6 piercing damage, and the claws do five 2d4 slashing damage. And putting it all together, the, the total damage possible, eight damage possible, is a bit above average uh, for a creature of its CR, but because its accuracy is garbage, it kind of balances out, right? I can, right. there are very real chances that they will do zero damage for many turns. Yeah, especially literally anywhere past level one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It kind of makes it like, but the, the damage that is there is not 
inconsiderable. That's a double yeah. negative. That's shitty. It's, you know, eight damage in a round. I think, you know, if you want to teach the rogues and the rangers and the wizards that they're not impervious to damage and that they should be playing a little bit conservatively, I think that this is a good monster to instill the fear of God pretty early. Oh, God. I got knocked out by the shitty pig monster? Exactly. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then again, you know, shitty pig monster it is, and consequently you can demonstrate how dangerous demons are right off the bat. Which makes it super satisfying when you're crushing these guys three levels from now, four levels from now. The other action that the Dretch gets is its signature move, and the other reason why I think that the Dretch is a pretty viable minion creature later on. The action is called Fetid Cloud, where the Dretch, it basically just has stink lines like a cartoon. It <laughs> exudes, it poots out a little gas uh, from about 20 feet, that exudes 20 feet out of it. It lightly obscures the area, and which is important. Uh, and it also spreads around corners, so there's none of that hiding in the trenches kind of thing. It lasts for one minute, unless it's dispersed by a strong wind, which is something that I usually like. I like that little addendum, because I like the idea of, you know, somebody being able to use their brains to shut down the dangerous part of the encounter. Yeah. I never take control wind, no. so even as a druid, I don't think I've ever taken control wind, so whatever. One's mileage may vary, but I like that it's there. I think I've ever DM'd for one player that had it, so... Uh, and this gas, it's it lightly obscures the area, which I think is important because you want it to be visible because this gas is pretty rough in the early game. The idea is that any creature that starts its turn in the gas has to succeed on a below-average DC-11 constitution save or be poisoned until the start of its next turn. And while poisoned in this way, the target can either take an action or a bonus action, not both, and it can't take reactions. It's basically like a slowing gas. Uh, and to clarify, this is this slow gas is in addition to being conditionally poisoned, which gives you disadvantage on attacks and ability attacks. It's pretty damn rough. And ability effects. I said ability attacks. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's super rough, which it's a bad thing to happen. You don't want to be in a gas. Fortunately, it's a low save. The effects only last for a turn, so like... It's it's there. The the dredge can only do it once per day. It's its starting gambit. It's basically like it might sucker punch somebody, but that is just there to tutorialize not being in the gas. And since the gas is visible, I see this as a, a pretty fun little like area denial tool, right? Where, the, you know, if you have four dredges in the encounter, each of them can use gas to either box in a bunch of players or, you know, kind of send them down pipelines between the gas where they can get surrounded a bit more. Uh, by this by this horde of dretches and i also think this is what makes the the dretch interesting is that it has this area denial kind of thing uh in bigger fights with with larger monsters uh and in more complex arenas you can shut down safer areas in order to make the players have to take a lesser of two evil like oh do i walk through the fire pit or do I walk through the shitty poison gas? Yeah, like, and especially, like you were saying, in the bigger fights, having, like, a, potentially a lot of the clouds yeah, just around. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, you could very easily shape an arena with dredge farts. <laughs> Call it what it is. It's mm, just... It's a dredge fart. It comes out of their weird little wang lump. <laughs> oh, God, gross. That's what it does. I don't make the rules. <laughs> is that... This is... I like it because... I'm so used to effects that, like, do things to the player or, like, specifically poison the player. I'm so used to those lasting a minute. Yeah. Like, I, I really do like the area denial feel of it just being one turn. Yeah. As long as you get out of the gas, yeah. next turn you're fine. Yeah, it's it's dicey. And again, the, the save DC is pretty low. So, like, 
I I like the the sense that the player is like, oh fuck, there's Dretches to the left of me, Jokers to the right. <laughs> Here, Here I, I am. am. <laughs> With the, what do I do? Do I go into the gas or do I get slapped by a piggy? And uh, I I like the idea of the low, you know, the kind of relative risk with the high stakes scenario of like, oh, there's a pretty decent chance I'll be fine, but there's also a pretty decent chance that I will not be fine. Yeah. The medium high, or immediate high risk. Yeah. As opposed to long term high risk. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's cool. So like in terms of encounter design with these guys, I think again, the cloud is your, your big thing. It is the signature move of the dretch. Use it to like block in players if you have a, a bunch of treacherous stuff in the arena or if you want to, in some cases, I can see this as being a good defensive line if you have like a squishier kind of enemy in there. So like if this is a bunch of dretches on the material plane and the warlock that summoned them is slinging spells at the party, I like the idea of using this fetid cloud thing to keep the players from making a beeline toward the warlock. Oh yeah, for you know? sure. And then obviously, you know, the dretches, they're relatively defensively capable with their resistances. I like the idea of just like like a like a like a Rom the vacuous spider, like a Dark Souls football kind of boss, where, you know, the 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 sad piggy is defending Papa Warlock with their bodies. <laughs> that is interesting to think about, like a big bad warlock defended only by like four of these shitty pigs. Mm-hmm. But like you you like underestimating them. So you're like, oh yeah, we'll just get in, we'll kill the warlock, and we'll just deal with these shitty pigs. But then they do just kind of like yeah. box you out with stink clouds, and then just stand in like a wall of flesh, and you're like, well, <laughs> dang. Uh, <laughs> and then the whole time you have Eldritch Blast raining yeah. down on you. Yeah, I think that would be kind of cool and fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that is that is like the thing you can do with these guys. I think that's the most interesting thing you can do with these guys. I guess like. To contextualize it, if you were to use these with Bulgaras, you could use, you know, use it to supplement their illusions in order to entrap the players into stuff. If you're using it with Kazmis, you could, you know, if you were doing like a big flying encounter over a bunch of bridges or something, this would be a fun way to keep the players from making progress toward the Kazmi or whatever is at the other end of the bridge or something. Um, yeah, yeah. If you're a funny DM, make their farts flammable. Like yeah, whatever, that'd man. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, that would be actually quite quite good and fun. Oh yeah. It would be very divinity. I like that quite a bit. <laughs> oh boy, what a gift you've given me. <laughs> uh I if you I, I have we talked too much about minions? We talked about um we talked about the the wood guys. I can't remember. The, we've talked about blights. Blights, yes. With this kind of context. I don't think we uh, specifically talked about 4th edition style minions. Though. Yeah. I think it might be kind of neat. So, like, obviously the, the elephant in the room, the sad droopy pig in the room, is that if you have a load of minions, it's going to take forever to get through a turn. Oh, yeah. Um, I might direct you to something that I read once upon a time. It's uh, the Angry GM. He does a lot of stuff. Right. Uh, they, I like the idea of like a group action economy where no matter how many dretches are in this room, uh, you have this amount of actions and this amount of movement speed. So like for a, for a group of four dretches, you can take two actions and you can take, you know, like a 60 feet of movement speed. And then that is kind of makes this more manageable in, in, in you still having the action economy stuff of the minions and still having all the minions there for the casters to explode, but not taking up 200 million turns rolling 16 different dredge attacks. Yeah. Right? 
I've never utilized that, but I do conceptually think that's yeah. probably the the most thought out yeah. best way to do it. Yeah, I've used it a couple of times. It does work. You just have to like uh, get your your dudes into position quickly because if everybody is using only a hundred feet of movement speed, uh, you have to like so like you know fib it a little bit so they can get in range unless you're trying to do like a trickle wave kind of style encounter, uh, and then feel free to do that up. I I I've tried it and it is good and quick i think the the problem i would have i would find myself running into is like uh justifying to myself why these guys aren't doing anything <laughs> like yeah. Crazy, yeah i mean like you can just explain that right yeah in the same way that you would explain any other mechanical thing in D. that's fair uh, uh yeah and stretches they're pretty good yeah i i like them quite they're a bit. certainly not offensive in any other way aside from visually and conceptually yeah yeah they <laughs> make me sad to look at but they don't make me sad to think at. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I think these guys. Yeah, I think these guys are good enemies that turn into good minions later on. Uh, I like this. This has become like a new axis of appreciation for monsters in D and D. Is how well do they scale in the later game? Yeah. Uh, and I think you know you have you have the tooth and nail seal of approval with dretches using them in later levels. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tooth and Nail. If you enjoyed it, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is you're listening to this this very droopy episode. Uh, if you didn't enjoy it and you hate us and you don't want us to listen to us ever again, feel free to check out our affiliate site, nerdsmith.org, where there are a bunch of very cool and interesting things and podcasts and shows and play things and also like crafts and music stuff. Damn, there's just yeah, so it's much. Just the amount of the amount of and variety of content is staggering. Could do it for days. You could never see us again. <laughs> so make this count. Make this moment count with us. Look into my eyes. I love you. I'm glad that you came to this. I'm glad that you came to the droopy episode of Tooth and Nail. Let's get real, real for a second. Yeah, let's get let's let's break it down for a moment. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you very much. What's our creature comfort for the day? Let's finish this fucking thing. Yeah. Don't say anything about farting. <laughs> yeah, don't talk about farting. Uh, just like give yourself a get a face mask. Get, do something about where we all. Let's be real here. We're getting to that age. We're all getting droopy face. We're all getting a little bit droopy. Yeah, just... we're getting sagging places. Our bones are sagging in places they shouldn't. Just like get yourself get a nice like seaweed wrap. Go put the do the thing where you put cucumbers on your eyes for reasons I've never. Yeah, I don't totally know, known. man. Uh, do that thing. Yeah, put cucumbers on your eyes. Have a good day. Bye.